What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first official episode of the Holy Ten Podcast. This is Kendall, and I'm so excited to get this started today with you. I want to start off by saying that I might sound a little bit different than I did yesterday if you tuned into our introduction video, and that is because at the moment that I'm recording this right now, I'm sick. So I'm very sorry that you're having to listen to my nasally voice and also there's thunder in the background because it's raining right now so you just got like a nice ambiance while you listen but anyways today I am covering and starting Genesis I want to open up this podcast before I start reading in pray moment God thank you for the listening ears that are on the other side of this sound they're able to use this as a resource Lord and to find a closer relationship with you, God. And I pray that for myself as well. Lord, just thank you for this opportunity. And we love you. And I just pray that we're able to digest your word and hear whatever it is from you that we need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, let's get into it. So Genesis 1, for my note takers, it is titled The Creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness covered the surface of the watery depths, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. There was an evening, and there was a morning, one day. Then God said, Let there be an expanse between the waters separating the waters from water. So God made the expanse and separated the waters under the expanse from the water above the expanse. God called the expanse sky. Evening came in the morning the second day. Then God said, let the water under the sky be gathered into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth and the gathering of the water he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and fruit trees, on the earth bearing fruit with seeds and according to their kind. And it was so. The earth produced vegetation, seed-bearing plants according to their kind, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kind. And God saw that it was good. Evening came, and in the morning the third day. So to provide some context here, I kind of want to stop and break this down just a little bit because I know that it can seem a little bit repetitive, um, but the details of this is, is what's so important. So this part of Genesis shows us the origin of the universe, order and complexity, the solar systems, I mean, the atmosphere, the hydrosphere, if you want to get in detail, life, man, marriage, good and evil. All that to say, this is really important stuff. This is the entire everything of everything around us. All right, picking back up in 20. Then God said, let the water swarm with living creatures and let the birds fly above this earth across the expansion of the sky. So God created large sea creatures and every living creature that moves and swarms in the water according to their kind. He also created every winged creature according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. God blessed them. 
Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the waters of the seas. Let the birds multiply on earth. Evening came, and in the morning, the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce living creatures according to their kinds, livestock, creatures that crawl, and the wildlife of earth according to their kinds. And it was so. So God made the wildlife of the earth according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that crawl on the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Okay, so here's where it gets good. Here's where we become relevant. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. They will rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl on earth. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. God blessed them. God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and the creatures that crawl on the earth. God also said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant on the surface of the entire earth, and every tree whose fruit contains seed. This will be food for you. For all the wildlife of the earth, for every bird of the sky, and for every creature that crawls on the earth, everything having the breath of life in it, I've given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw that all what all he had made, and that it was very good indeed. And evening came, then the morning, the sixth day. This part, I love this part, because this whole time God has said, and it was good, and it was good. And then he creates us. And at that moment is when he says, it is very good. Okay, jumping back into two, um, my note takers, this is called, titled, Man and Woman in the Garden. These are the records of heaven and the earth concerning their creation at the time that the Lord God had made from the heaven, earth and the heavens. Okay, I stumbled right there because I wanted to point out that this is the first time that we have seen God referred to as Lord, which in other translation is Yahweh. So it's kind of cool that like that's the first time that he was referred to as that title. No shrub of the field had yet grown on the land and no plant of the field had yet sprouted. But for the Lord God had not made it rain on the land and there was no man to work the ground. But mist would come up from earth and the and water the ground. Then the Lord God formed the man out of the dust from the ground and breathed the... I know me personally, I'm going to be praying for more understanding and just to be able to wrap my brain around the creation uh, of everything around us. Just because it is a concept that is hard to grasp, which... I don't think we're meant to fully grasp it into his nostrils. And the man became a living being. So something cool that I want to talk about really quick is that God created man from dust. And when you think of dust and even throughout the Bible, um, dust is used as a figurative or like a symbolic, uh, in a symbolic sense for meaning worthless or like little worth. Um, lowliness, humility, like next to nothing. And God made something out of nothing, and he called it good. He called it very good, actually. And he loved it because he loves us. And so that was just really cool that, like, we were nothing before God. We were literally dust. So jumping forward from here, we're going to go into when God made woman. So 
This is picking up in 21. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to come over the man and he slept. God took one of his ribs and closed the flesh at that place. Then the Lord God made the rib he had taken from the man into a woman and brought her to the man. And the man said, this one at last is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. This one will be called woman for she is taken from man. This is why man leaves his father and his mother and bonds with his wife and they become one flesh. Both the man and his wife were naked, yet felt no shame. So the first time that God had said something was not good was whenever um, he was talking about Adam being alone. He never meant for Adam to be alone. And so he knew that he needed companionship, which is why Eve came along. And it's pretty cool if you think about like the reasoning as to why the Lord used a rib from Adam to make Eve is because he wanted to create Eve from Adam's body to be a forever reminder of the essential like oneness of them. And as Adam would come to know Eve, he would know that they had many differences, but that he could never forget that essentially they are one. And so that's pretty cool that God used that as a reminder for him. All right, homies, that is all that we have time for today. I have really enjoyed covering Genesis 1 and 2 with you. Let me know, what do y'all think? What are, What is your thoughts or interpretation of this far into the Bible? You can let me know. A uh, message on our Instagram It's just at the Holy Ten. I mean, personally, I have a hard time understanding why God created arachnids and mosquitoes. But, you know, there's a reason. There's a reason behind it. And um, I just pray that he enlightens me or not. Maybe soften my heart for spiders. I think I need to watch Charlotte's Web one more time. All right. Bye, guys.